This is a horror game podcast. It is meant for mature audiences. It may contain shocking revelations, violence, and sexual themes. Viewer discretion is advised. fellow investigators and welcome to our video podcast into the darkness where my friends and i are playing the mothership role-playing game i'm your host tom rayleigh this the scenario is entitled necropolis.exe it was written by morgan llewellyn who is also our game warden and this is a one shot so without any further delay let's begin our journey into the darkness morgan thank you tom Insecurity and paranoia lend themselves, paradoxically, to the stability and security of the field of corporate espionage. And drifting ever so silently towards its destination is a small unmarked vessel, just the right size for five individuals. This journey has taken, at this point, six months. It's jumping in well out of system to avoid detection and leisurely drifting their way towards an unmarked facility, an asteroid belt. Only one member of this five-person team has been awake for the whole, for the entirety of this voyage, and that would be Orla. So, Orla, how have you been spending your time while the rest of the team has slumbered away in the inky depths of dreamless sleep that is cryo every day i spend approximately 10 hours working and perfecting my hacking skills testing myself making sure that i am at peak performance occasionally i'll monitor the vitals of my fellow crew members make sure that they are doing well and maintain the ship and keep her on steady course So after all of this waiting, one of the computers finally lets you know that it is time. You are on approach to the target. So who do you wake up first? I will wake up Orpheus. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I think um, I just, yeah, I'll probably activate your pod and then simply step away knowing that it's a process coming out of cryo and go about my business knowing you know what to do. So I'm scared. And as the glass slides open and uh, Orpheus stumbles out and falls to his knees and drool and spittle run from his mouth to the floor, he looks up groggily. You can see a... Uh, Solidly built man with uh, scars across his back, a few scars on his face. He's definitely seen conflict before, and um, he struggles to his feet and uh, seems to be collecting where he is. I'll bring it's... you a glass of water. You need to replace your fluids. Thank you. It's time, then. It is. We're approaching now. 
Mm-hmm. I'll go and work up, wake up Dr. Nice next and perform the same ritual with him bringing yeah. it's probably not water it's probably a mix of like solution to keep people get people hydrated fast yeah some kind yeah. of nutrients mix got yeah. electrolytes in it uh oh here's a android hola i remember vaguely yes i was having the most wonderful dream i was uh uh, are you familiar with Earth cinema from around the year, all the early 2000s? Uh, it was a very funny comedy I, I was watching. I think that it was called Saw. Um, there were a number of sequels. I thought they were quite entertaining. That's classified as a horror film, Dr. Nice, not a comedy. Oh, it's very funny, though. I thought it was funny. Horror, torture. You have interesting taste, Doctor. I'll go wake up Kimber. There was another one called Hostel. That one was good, too. Oh, the criminal. As I come to, I'm like, Oh, fuck. Fuck. Okay. And then I like look around. I see. Do I know Orpheus? Like, do we know each other? You probably know Orpheus better than the other three. Okay. I like scan and I see Orpheus and I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Kimber. All right. Okay. I thought it was, I thought it was back in the penal colony. Fuck that place. Oh my God. Cryo is almost as bad, but. Oh, Orla. Do you have any coffee? Kimber. Uh, nutrient drink first. Coffee. coffee oh. Thanks, I'll go Orla. wake up Alexander. Oh. <clears throat> Alexander's used to cryo, so he's just peeling out. Ugh, I hate the gross dead skin that builds up on your arms after a couple months in cryo. It's like when you're getting a cast off. Yeah, not a bad idea for us to do some quick uh, calisthenics and warm-ups before we hit surface side. Um, Alexander, are you not using the lotions that they gave you for the dry skin? Hell no. You know what kind of preservatives they put in that? Yeah, I do. It's unhealthy. I only eat healthy things like, uh, you know, partially gelatinated meat slurry. Oh. Well, you know, the most Your nutrient drink, Alexander. Oh, thank you. By far the most nutritious thing for a human to eat is another human. Other humans? Yeah, it's all the nutrients that are there that you need for your body. You you could consume them back into your body. It's a perfect food. I never thought about that. You know, I have an idea. What if you made some sort of human chain of people where it sort of preserved the nutrients between them. Oh, you're talking about that other very funny movie. It's a human <laughs> centipede. Yeah. Yeah, there that one go. was very funny. You have a good oh, taste boy. in movies. But I'm not that kind of a scientist. 
I'm going to be, Kimber's going to be doing uh, lots of push-ups and like crazy, no. like uh, one arm push-ups where you like push, where she pushes herself up in the air and switches over to the other arm, one arm, and then like does some like handstands and stuff. Orpheus then, will be uh, doing his own thing similar, but he'll be watching Kimber critically and saying, discipline is key. Discipline your mind and stay on track, Kimber. I'm going to do my personal hygiene. One must be in perfect working order. I'm just like lint rolling dead skin flakes off of myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is disgusting. So the computer that informed Oral of that, that it was time to wake you all up, is saying that this carefully orchestrated dance of just drifting through space to avoid detection. Um, you have about two hours till contact. Well, I haven't got any idea what we're going to be working on, but I'm I'm quite skilled in both life forms and uh, and cybernetic uh, uh, life forms. I like to call you a life form, Orla, because you're not just a, a what's the old-fashioned term, robot. Uh, you are quite sophisticated, um, and I have skills to uh, extract information from such, which uh, is my speciality. I learned during the corporate wars not to underestimate an android. She's a welcome, uh, welcome part of our team. Oh, yeah. Do you have enhanced strength or anything like that? Although my strength lies in my intellect, Doctor. I have. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. An excellent uh, data extractor. Yeah, you're Do we have any uh, blueprints for this facility? Recorder. Any information all, at all? All you know is that this is a data black site maintained by the, the Palace organization. Um, they do. Well, nobody's entirely sure what exactly it is that they do. Um, rumor has it that they are mostly interested in cybernetics um, and kind of uh, the next generation of computer interfaces. But again, they don't have that much revenue, that many employees. And so Osiris just when they finally found where they keep their data, um, they're sending you in to uh, find out what exactly it is that they've been up to all these years. Hmm. Perhaps it's one of those organic computers. You know, I think I've heard of those before. Organic computer? What the hell is that? Yeah, uh, I believe it was Gaia Research that... Uh, created large organic computers um data storage mostly that a nasty habit say, of becoming sentient that's i've heard of them the more you travel the more you find out that there's some weird stuff in this galaxy oh yeah yeah mostly made by humans isn't it always yes. jesus christ i have dribbled some coffee on my Perfectly white. I don't think I have a change, damn it. It's okay. It's better than blood. 
Not means I want to wash it immediately. Blood, no blood. You know, saliva is one of the best things to bring blood out. Do we have a person who's kind of a designated team leader, or is this a the as far as who Osiris trusts the most? Uh, that would be Orla. Okay. Uh, so you're supposed to be the leader. So we all know our priorities, and given our point of entry is a stealthy one, I mean. I think our best uh, chance of success is to enter as quietly as possible. If there is an opportunity for a disguise of sorts, as if we're employees of this place, but this is a hidden away, not easily found, then perhaps that's not the best way to go. So perhaps just stealth. If they're not expecting us, are they going to suddenly become quite violent if we arrive and I think we have secret covers. codes to send them to make them think they are part of their operation oh don't get me excited talking about violence as far as initial intel reports from Osiris they don't believe that this facility is heavily staffed if it's if it's staffed at all mm. it's way Excellent. the hell out here Right. But we are supposed to infiltrate, neutralize any opposition, extract the information. Correct? That's precisely yeah. correct. That's yeah, precisely. And Orpheus, we can provide you with all the violence you want. I've fallen behind up. with all this time in cryosleep. Should have uh losing losing out of my quota of cracked heads. Sounds like fun. Wow, I'm starting to think I'm the most sane one on the ship. Well, you're you're an extremely valuable member of the team. Wow, that means a lot to me. Yeah. <clears throat> I promise I won't eat you. That was a joke earlier. Yeah, I'm not convincing you of them. I, yeah. I'm a really nice guy usually, you know. Just don't keep information from me. Oh, you'll be the first to know. That's the spirit. So, Ola, what do we know about the facility? Anything at all? Very little. I suggest you all ready yourselves for our approach it will be soon have a hearty meal i've prepared something for you the highest protein squares possible mm. oh so my god they that... look amazing oh my gosh it's you like little tell the... brown square yeah. <laughs> the yellow veins in particular are uh the most nutrients toilet right. brown for everyone <laughs> Are you going to eat that? It's like slig, you know, made from pigs and and slugs. Slig. Or organic. 
was going to say Orpheus and Kimber are probably both looking at Alexander's plate and ready to like grab anything that he doesn't seem about to eat. Oh, uh, yeah, you can have it. Would, would you like my French fries? It is vegetarian, Alexander. I remember from your file you requested a vegetarian meal. It's vegetarian. Oh, joy. Thanks. <laughs> I, I'll take I'll take your French fries. Thanks. Yeah, I think I think all this talk about human centipedes has made me lose my appetite. A bit. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay for the first one, but the second and the third one on the line, because you know the mouths yeah. are attached. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. You uh huh. Know. Oh uh huh. Yeah. That's an old movie. I'm really surprised you've seen it. You look far too young to have seen those old, old videos. Well, I'm glad I can still surprise you, Doctor. I'm anyway, a pretty uh, good cook, too. You know, I could uh, whip you up something. You said you're vegetarian. That's, that's good. That's good. It's a good healthy fruit. That might be a good mm -hmm. plan for our return, our, our return voyage. We can no, not you, Orpheus or Kimber. You eat meat. True. Good, healthy meat. From your victims. Oh, Lord. Well, I don't believe in that stuff. You press one button on the top of the slig's head and it cooks itself? That's not natural. Yeah, but, you know, you have a conversation with the slig. It wants to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you put a head of lettuce, you're murdering the head of lettuce, and you don't, the head of lettuce doesn't know that you're going to. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going on and on. I'm trying to kill time. One of the Kimber, please tell me you're more normal than these weirdos. I don't know who the fuck these people are. Except for Orpheus. I, I must say you're a fine specimen. Me? Yeah, yeah, you're a fine specimen. I can I show saw you some some stuff. I could, do you want me to? I can teach you. Oh, yeah, me? here, I'm, you just like I'm... do this, and she, and she does this like some crazy thing. Yeah, it's, it's easy. Yeah, you need the upper body strength. I just don't have the upper yeah. body strength. Nah, that's okay. And then I like go over and like lift them up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. Are we yeah, like in zero G? That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> me. No, this is this is one of those um artificial gravity situations. Oh, cool. Oh, is there like a treadmill? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. After I lift you up, I'm gonna like, so, put you down and then go on a treadmill. Yeah. So so Kimber and Orpheus are preparing themselves um physically yeah, getting <laughs> getting warmed up. I mean, like, start slapping so... each other in the face. Let's go! <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> the, uh... So, Orla, what Sorry, type of weapons. load? Oh, no, no, yeah, well, yeah, let's let's talk gear here. So, do we got any type of body armor, or... Um... So, you have... There are advanced combat suits... Perfect. ...available um, to anybody who wants one. It's just a matter of how nimble one wants to be versus how um 
armored one wants to be. What the hell is an advanced combat suit? That's oh. what that's what you have access to. So advanced so advanced battle dress. Um it's heavy armor. Basically any damage that's 10 or less is just fully negated. Um oh my god. Any damage above that will punch through your armor. Um but it's still so all other armor once it's breached it's no longer effective but advanced battle dress even once that 10 threshold is breached it still reduces three from each um wow. instance of damage um and it, you get an advantage to strength checks with its exoskeleton it makes you stronger but all your speed anything uh, dealing with speed is um you have a disadvantage is there you any roll, chance yeah, you roll to... twice and take the worst result do they have their own oxygen supply um advanced battle dress has one hour of oxygen if oxygen nice. is cut off yeah orpheus all super up. yeah same alexander do you want one of these i'll leave it to you okay all right so there are also there are there are vac suits that they probably don't increase your strength they're also not as um cumbersome as battle armor so okay, you can I'll, still I'll be in a those. sealed environment without um it won't protect you as much from physical harm, but it will protect you from depressurization should such an occurrence arise. Oh, well, isn't Shriver one too, just for the decompression thing? Osiris policy states employees should protect themselves against toxic atmospheres and rapid depressurizations. All right, well, I'll, I'll wear one then, but I do plan on being behind the the two Marines and uh, the Teamster. Hey, why, wait, why? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I'm in the back. I don't have as much protection. I, I'm not here to fight. I'm here to dissect. Thing, the thing is, hey, you and me both, buddy. Just in and out, clean hit, right? Orla, right? Exactly. We have too much muscle, so we're more too lean of meat. Just in case he's. Uh... Oh, it's going to be real stringy. I tell one joke, and everybody thinks I'm a cannibal. <laughs> Orpheus will clap the doctor on the shoulder and said, Oh, no offense intended, my friend. Just gallows humor before we hit the shit. Oh, I love cows. Yeah. Hmm. Are there anything like weapons and tools available yeah, to so, us? Yeah. So, so well? weapons, weapons and tools. <laughs> so the marine. So we have their pulse rifles, pistols. Um, Alexander's probably going to take a laser cutter. Oh yeah, which is for carving through um, bulkheads and things. Hmm. Can use them on a necromorph too. Yeah, sever those limbs. There are uh, also uh, combat shotguns available. Boarding um, axes. So if you want to get hand to hand, chop somebody apart. What kind of um, endurance? <laughs> how, like, how much can we take? Because uh, I'm hearing a lot of yes here. You can take, I mean, the 
in the advanced battle armor, you can carry quite a lot of kit with you. Oh yeah, put an axe on the side, pulse rifle, Kimber. I I, I think you had your eyes on the shotgun there. Yeah, I'll take I'll take a shotgun and I'll take a pistol. Like guacamole. You know I think what? we only need one axe. Yeah, I'll take axe. What was it called? A boarding axe. A blast. Axe. What kind of shotgun? Combat like a, shotgun. Yeah, combat mm-hmm. shotgun. And a. You got you got blaster pistol. Uh, Weapons up to the gills. And a knife. I don't know. Yeah, a knife. Yeah. I don't know, Doc. Should we take something? Personal protection? I I wouldn't really know how to fight. I mean, I'm I'm pretty good at martial arts, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's really good. That's impressive. Hopefully. Hopefully they see that I'm a doctor, they won't shoot me. That's comforting. <clears throat> well, I have military training, but not I'm not exactly a gun guy, so fair enough. We should give you something to protect yourself if in the worst case scenario we end up having to split up. Okay, I'll take I use my medical instrument like this. Ah. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you dissecting with that? Pulled that from Doc. That's just yeah, you know, this side is a bone saw, you know. Oh, I see. This is my little pistol. my little now, knife. Now, Alexander, you as the engineering infiltration specialist, you have you have lots of different tools for cutting through doors. You have shapes, charges. Um, you have, you have training in explosives. Got it. Yes, I, I, I was. Sh- I will take some of it, those explosives. Any chance we could grab grenades? Certainly. Yeah. Ooh. Let's go. <laughs> I'm assuming these aren't frag grenades. Ooh, no. Yeah. Space grenades. Yeah. And a space knife. Would they? It have to be something that's not going to punch a hole in the side of the ship or the exactly. station. Maybe PPGs. something, yeah, or something like electromagnetic Pressure. to put out uh, electrical systems or something like that. I, I take it that Orla is shielded from such things, but good point. Mm, I like the PPGs; they they send pressure waves that yeah effectively act like bullets, but they won't penetrate the hull. But what happened to my exit sign? <laughs> Orla, what are you taking? Pistol for myself for personal protection, as well as an array of hacking tools at my disposal and a vac suit. Or uh, please, please tell me that there was not the word expendable anywhere in the description of us. You didn't read the contract too closely, did you, son? Nope. Well, they got your signature now, by now. I wouldn't spend well, too nowadays much time worrying about They're three million pages long. I'm not reading all that. It's a lot of fine print. Your individual dossiers are considered to be classified. Yeah, if we disappear, nobody's ever going to know. That's okay. That's the job. That's that's what we. That's what God put us here on earth to do. Amen. 
I don't think this is Earth. Oh, well, you know what I mean. You get, yeah, to know. If anything I, I happens mean, to I you, I didn't mean God either. <laughs> if, anything, if anything happens to you, um, the standard operating procedure from Osiris is uh, deny, deny, deny. Yeah, well, yeah. So, boy, how if it I makes you feel you. any better, Alexander, you are in the top 10 of my priorities on this mission. You know, it does. I gotta Let's say, have some fun. <laughs> I have a final question for Orla. Do we have any means, uh, intersuit radios or anything, and if to keep contact if we get split no. up? No. The thing there is your ship's flight path has been pre-programmed to land without scanning anything. Any radio, radio contact could be picked up, mm. and the jig is up at that point. So it's contact. Uh-huh. Your suits, if you're in contact with somebody else, you can communicate with them. Otherwise, radio silence until it's we radio are silence. So if you're not in vocal communication range, um, if it's the okay. verbal, you could speak yeah, out loud to somebody else, or you'd have to be physically in contact with them to exchange a private. Is there time to run the others over a few quick hand gestures? As yeah, far as yeah. just move forward, hold, and yep, uh, yep, like, exactly. Yep. We are all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> close, Orla, close. Oh. Nope. You're, there you go. There Perfect. Go. And as Orla learns the gesture, <laughs> the ship touches down on the asteroid holding the data site well good luck everyone keep your eyes open remember we're here to have security i believe you are our leads in this situation yeah we'll we'll take point okay so everybody is, is suited up you have your equipment and just in the in the silence of the vacuum of space, that a ramp descends from your ship, and those doors open, and you are on this kind of pitch, this kind of just pitch black expanse before you. In the faint, faint red glow from the ramp lights, you see this kind of chalky dust of this rock. But everything's static and still. No atmosphere, no wind. Just this red like the surface of the moon? Sort of, yeah, kind of yeah. a moonscape. It's a rather sizable asteroid in this in this uh, solar system. As we step, do we feel a lot of gravity? No, it's very low gravity. Okay. Almost. almost I mean, it's almost zero right can we see any structures so if you if you jumped if you jumps too too much you might never come back grab someone's ankles (laughs) yeah we'll we'll scan for any structures or lights i guess so looking looking at the horizon for for lights you don't see anything and again scanning you don't want to get yourself detected 
So the ship's flight path, you have landed on almost the opposite side. So there's a hike kind of up and over to where the actual installation itself is. Let's move out. So navigating an almost zero gravity environment is difficult even for those who are adequately trained. So you just get a sense of how long this journey takes. Um, I'm just going to ask all of you to give me a speed test. Oh. Sounds good. Does having zero G as a training Having zero G, you add that to your skill. Yeah. So whatever your speed is, if you're trained in zero G, you add 10% to that. Now, the big tax suits, you said they take 10 (laughs) off? They don't take 10 off. You roll twice and you take the worst result. Oh, Oh, disadvantage. Okay. Okay. So we're rolling 100. Oops, I rolled. I passed both times. I have a four zero, which is a fail, and a five seven, which is a fail. So five fifty seven is my worst. Okay. I don't fuck again. I don't. I'm not going to use these dice because I don't. What is the? Okay, I got zero zero one. That's really good. Okay, right. that's real good. That was first roll, and then second roll was zero zero seven. I do like these wow. dice. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so Orpheus was the only one that failed? Yep. Correct. Okay. So Orpheus, if you will gain two stress, everybody else can gain one. Just because the amount of time that it's taking you, um, you know, kind of just the anxiety and thinking through... um, everything that could go wrong he's having a few flashbacks to the corporate wars and thinking of remembering his buddies pinned down in the trenches and someone's head getting blasted apart and yeah starting to breathe a little heavier in the suit yeah we try so to not help having, him up. not having any sight on what it is that you're up against you don't know if if you're detected if they have defense systems that will wipe you out so they're just yeah just running a lot through of- the past everything that could possibly go wrong. And there's a lot that could go wrong. A lot of unknowns. So after, again, after about five hours of slogging your way across this, again, it's pitch black. If you don't turn on any of the lights on your suit, it just is complete and utter darkness. Um, Until you crest onto the sun side, the star side of this rock. Um you can start to see and finally kind of nestled in this crater you see this very sleek rounded um dome like structures yeah and they're colored it's colored in the same kind of chalky gray as the surrounding asteroid Oh, one thing I didn't think of was something like binoculars, but maybe Orla has. No, you have those. Of... You have those in your in your oh, suit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's uh, see if we can find a spot to hide behind, maybe, and do a little quick. There's probably a lot of very deep shadows. Yeah, good point. And no atmosphere, so you're black in the shadows. 
Yeah, so sticking in the shadow of this kind of crater as you approach the, the yeah, the deep shadows of your, uh, the deep shadows and the uh, camouflage nature of your suits. There's no lights on there's, our suits. Yeah, there. there's no lights unless you turn them on, which, you know, ill-advised. But I mean like little blinking <laughs> lights anywhere. No. no. These, your, your equipment's designed for espionage work. All of that has been long, well considered and handled and designed. If you need them, you can turn on those types of lights, but unless you make that active decision, they're a lot. Damn. And they got to have a couple of turret farms on there. Well, as we get yeah. closer, do we see anything like that? Um, as you get as you get close enough, um, Orpheus and Kimber, the two of you from your combat experience in the past, um, you think a few of these, I mean, there's a number of these dome-like structures, so you'd guess that one of them is the facility itself, the main one, but these kind of substructures, you recognize those as... Um, anti-ship, anti-personnel nests. That's like so if true. they if they picked up if they picked you up, um you'd be obliterated. Interesting. So they're likely not set up in and of themselves for infantry on the ground already. It's for coming in from it, space. Yeah. So if there's a if they detected a, a ship in the system, they could they could knock it out of the sky. So by virtue of our continued existence, it's safe to assume that we're somewhat <laughs> hidden. Yeah. <laughs> if our if our suits are stealth, like your optimism. And they probably don't give off any uh infrared radiation. So we don't have heat signatures either. Because that would give us away. But if we step into the sunlight and we move, they'll see the movement. Orpheus will lock eyes with Orla's visual indicators and look for some cue as to what we do next. And I think the best thing to do, uh, keep moving forward, just in shadows. Yeah. Okay, so you creep your way and it took you five hours to crest around the asteroid but now that you're within visual range um it takes you just another two two hours slowly inching your way cautiously forward without drifting into the light and finally after seven hours you reach the side of this central structure um and now here you see, again, there's like kind of like your suits. This this place is designed to avoid being seen. Um, so there are no lights, but there are maintenance hatches and things that you find. Um, that you'd recognize in a structure like this. Yeah, I think maintenance hatch is going to be the way to go. Is it possible to weave our way to one of the main structures? You've you've made your way to a main structure. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Those kind That's... of outer. Mm -hmm. Defense system. And can we can we guess based on the way the structure is made 
what the building is or the structure that we're coming up to, like habitation or science Oops. lab or it's, firepower. It's it's nondescript. Okay. The function They're of the building of thing is like impossible to tell. It's basically built into the rock itself. They built it out of modules, so yeah, they're all very similar. Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> let me try to breach in. Can I find like a all good right. duct? Better no. an I'm going to grab me... Alexander. There are maintenance hatches. I'm grabbing you so we can talk. There are maintenance hatches. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, so, uh, I'm gonna. Oh, I thought you meant like you were gonna put a breaching charge on no, the side no, of it no. and blow it up. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoa! It was a, it was a term of our making screwed. our own door. Gotcha. We're good. Okay. Spice things up. Going <laughs> in hot. It's one way to do it. <laughs> nope. It's not glorious to be annihilated by a turret. So I will. I will unscrew silently and without any flashy bits one of the hatches okay roll engineering gotcha um, okay 39 and i have uh oh. yeah i have a 20 bonus on that yep so your intellect plus 20 yeah so yeah i passed that Okay, so Alexander goes over and just put these with the small little cutter torch unseals one of these maintenance hatches and it pops open. Gesture for Orpheus and Kimber. Yeah. <laughs> Orpheus will take a spot leaning into it with the pulse rifle and and if it's clear then he'll motion Kimber to proceed in ahead with him covering her. All right, I'll go ahead in with my pistol out. Okay, so Orpheus and Kimber, the two of you make your way down to the, down at the hatch and it's this immediate claustrophobia almost sets in. The bulkiness of your suit and the narrowness of this maintenance space. Um you see this kind of this these long thin corridors flanked on either side of walls of pipes and wires um, panels and screws on either side but there's no movement if i don't see anything then i'm going to gesture for everyone else to come on and they keep moving in does it seem like it's single file yeah, either direction you go, it's single file, but you can go either way in a kind of a circular. Yeah, it's going to lead right back here. Marine on either side or both Marines in the front? Marine on either side, I think. I'll are we walking or are we crawling? You're You're walking, you can stand. Yeah. Well, isn't that nice? Um, who's right behind? So I'll be the first one, and then who's right behind me? Probably, probably our breaching expert, I think, in case we need to. 
continue making a hole. Sounds good. So we have myself, Kimber, oh, yeah. nice Alexander, Orla, nice Orpheus. Yeah. Okay. Um, you so folks gonna... be ready, ready to duck if there's trouble. I'm going to lean back to Alexander. Flat as a pancake. <laughs> uh, what are we looking for? A door or something? Well, I doubt there's going to be any signs that say information this way. So I think we follow the biggest power supply. We'll either get to the reactor or the thing it's powering. That's All where right. we saw the sign. Big you know what that looks like? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I could spot. Yeah, I could spot it. If uh, all right, all right. So just uh, just tap me on the shoulder, whenever. All right. Whenever you see it, as I continue moving forward to the left, right, like to the left. Yeah. So you're kind of going clockwise around. So, Alexander, with your, with how you've kind of conceived of navigating through this unknown space. Um, again, just with your uh, just another engineering. Yeah, to see if you correctly identify these types of setups. And I'll also be looking out for terminals, so Orla can log in. Oh, okay, so that's fifty nine, and I have. Uh, oh, that's a pass. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So you find both of the things that you're looking for. You come across eventually, like there's a very like stark cluster of like high voltage equipment, um, and nested in there is an actual access point, like a maintenance computer. All right, do your thing. <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking for schematics information on this place. That's my highest priority. If I can get anything else out of it, anything like personnel, that kind of thing, weaponry, armory. Or if you and Kimber will keep watching down either side of the. Is this a hacking? Or this is, is like hacking. I have it all the way we to artificial have... intelligence. Okay, sorry. Yeah, this is hacking. So intelligence okay. plus the fifteen percent. Yes, that is. We don't have like degrees of success, right? It's just yes or no. If it's, if it's doubles, zero, zero, zero. if it's doubles, oh, um, that's right, doubles. And, uh, yeah, no, any doubles but, uh, it's a success, but just a regular success. Okay. Okay, so you manage to kind of bypass their. Um, it's a really simple authentication system. This is maintenance people coming and swiping their badge mm -hmm. um, when they want to look at this, and you, the maintenance window kind of pops up with. Um, you see a lot of schematics about the maintenance layout. Got it. Um, and where you currently are is you see it says um, archival power mm -hmm. supply terminal. Mm -hmm. And you see those um, you see various status messages so like the area that you're in, the power system's all green. Um, like power supply green, backup's green, backup, backup right. green, backup three green, backup four green, backup five. Um, A lot of backups. 
Uh, you see other system. You see other other aspects of this maintenance terminal are telling you a kind of a different story. Um, you see, like domicile is kind of blinking yellow and red for power. Hmm. I will. If we're touch, yeah, I think we're all probably close enough to like do a maybe a touch chain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can if mm -hmm. that's possible, and then yeah, like kind of relaying all this information to anyone who can't see it directly over my shoulder. I wish I, I don't think I can. It's probably some kind of radio aspect to like load these into our HUDs just for a constant reference, but that's probably like radio transmission. So, yeah, and another thing that you find are logs, and it seems like the last maintenance personnel to come through here was about five months ago was the last time anybody's badged into this this terminal before that what were the intervals at which they were performing maintenance once a week okay like a weekly maintenance check but those have stopped it seems so the domicile power is off nominal and no one has been through here in months I don't know how many people we're actually going to find here, but oh, damn, I was hoping uh, for a bit of excitement at least. Well, let's just get the job over with. I'm I'm easy. If it's an easy one, it's good for me. Yeah. There is there any commanding that can be done from this terminal? Is it simply an information display? Um, you can reroute power. Okay. You have some limited access to shutting things on and off. Mm -hmm. Is there a way to just like have door the doors be like auto open or anything like that? Or are they? Yeah, you can you can restore. That's one of the things that you notice. You restore power in the domicile. You right, restored right. power to the doors and lights. How um, is the oxygen level? Good question. The oxygen level is low. Not zero, right. but low keep the encounter suits on hmm. potentially again when you when you look it's, it doesn't seem that there's no error message about a mechanical failure with the with the oxygen systems right just the power directed there is. i would i would think whole breach you think that'd be indicated on this way like the way that it's being described is like someone has purposefully rerouted the oxygen from certain areas maybe Would the entire areas? facility be run by synthetics it's not unheard of synthetics don't usually have a domicile though do they well that's they why the out. power is turned off for yeah I think we Let's, should keep going. I don't think there's anything more to glean from this terminal. Turns the lights on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lights are on. Power's routed back to the domicile. I guess or oxygen that's... too, if I can. You know. Yeah, no, you well. can re you can you can reroute power to oxygen. Um, the yeah. panel, um, the panel has informed you that um, that it is a uh, ceased. To do all this, it's it's cease charging up um backup batteries. 
Okay. Or the archive of those. So <laughs> yeah, but so you see, we're not yeah, going there's to be a, here long. There's a that. long list. It seems as they've been filling uh -huh. up uh, batteries for a long time. Orla, Just, can you see if there's any security measures on there? See if see what kind of protocols there are that we could potentially trip, or mm -hmm. if there's any type of communications that. A good no, idea. Kill bots. Is there don't any, find any, any kill bots. security information at this terminal? Or Not that you can audience? access here. Okay. Right. Morpheus, I'm sure you ran into all sorts of stuff during the corporate wars. I've seen it all, kid, but this this is starting to creep me out a little bit. All right, I'm going to go ahead and continue leading the way down the the hallway. Yeah, so Kimber, so you, you take a step forward and you hear the sharp hiss to your right. Fuck as, a new, as a newly powered on door opens. Mm. Oh, God. But you can all take a stress. Okay. That's, that's the adrenaline. Oh. Oh. I like look over to make sure Orpheus didn't see me jump. Oh, fuck. <laughs> nope, didn't notice a thing. He's trying to hide his own reaction. Okay. And then, uh, but she turned the doors on, right? Yeah. If we knew that yeah. this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. yes. I just. It's startling. Okay, so I'm going to poke my head through the door. See? Okay, yeah, you, you, you poke your head out, and it's... You've emerged in what looks to be a kind of a nice, clean, sterile hallway. Oh. Mm. So another hallway left right or does it follow the circular like the outer yeah it kind of it, it branches but there's a branch that goes inwards deeper and then there's um kind of going around the outside and then kind of in this very faded um paint you see uh the palos their corporate logo and name okay just like every so often in the wall or tiled in the floor. Um, so yeah. boring. So you should have put movie posters up or something. <laughs> okay, I'm going to like look over my shoulder at Alexander and then just be like, like this way, this way, this way. Are there any signs of people? You know, like usually garbage or you know stuff someone left behind anything to indicate people have gone through here at any the time there is nothing mm. in fact but you see so you see signs of like infrastructure designed for people right okay you well. you, you see seating areas you mm -hmm. um you come across some dead plants um but no dust now that is interesting no. There wouldn't be dust anyway on an asteroid. Place might have been empty. I mean, we should, you know, we should yeah. scan and everything, or you humans do anyway. So that would generate dust on some level. Yeah, Alexander sheds tons of it. We remember from. Oh, ha ha! So I've heard. <laughs> How much does a live plant cost these days, Doc? These can't be cheap. 
like a real plant. Yeah, those aren't cheap. I don't trust this. It feels kind of like we're going in the front door. It feels like nobody's been living here for a while. Something tells me five months ago, something changed. Well, let's just pray there's no interior turrets. Or kill bots. Were you able to get a like a map of the facility when you hacked in? Maps of the maintenance infrastructure. Yeah, a, kind of a rudimentary maintenance structure, which I had thought about putting on our like HUD displays, but yeah, okay. Transmitting that yeah. probably involves some form of communication that we're trying to avoid. Okay. Are there any signs on the walls? That's true. Med Bay. So you so you see with with the signs, this area that you're in right now is labeled domicile. That's that's, that's kind of this outer this outer ring that you're kind of sticking in right now. There are ways to go in further in, but that's the I power see, or let her know. Suggested if any of the rooms have uh, habitation taking place, you know, unmade unmade beds or so you you start you know, furry slippers. You start opening up doors, and you find all the beds are made. There are nicely cleaned and pressed uniforms in closets and foot lockers. It's as though this facility is ready to be just people to come and inhabit it at any time, but nobody's home. Nobody's here. Like, there are no personal effects in any of yeah, It's like rooms. a hotel it's with no like a... guests. Got it. It's all ready, but no one's home. Might be easier Thanks. than we think. Even in the tightest running operation, you don't see things with this kind of order. So, yeah, it's pretty safe to assume there's no habit, human habitation. Which means we should assume fully armed androids, and we should be cautious. A little harder to interrogate, but but it's also part. I mean, I I'm very good at interrogating artificial life forms, but uh, it might also be possible that they figure they're going to shoot anything coming at them from space, and the facility itself is just empty. Why keep an empty facility in the first place? Especially if it poses a security risk. Because it's it's functioning, but it doesn't need personnel. As you say that, all the lights turn off. Uh, oh, then again, it <laughs> might not be. Okay, everybody together. You just had to go and jinx it, Doc. <laughs> I feel the adrenaline rush, don't you? Quite nice. Have we seen any uh, camera video, camera CCTV? No, like that? you haven't no. seen any of that. I mean, These places tend to be a little short on eyes. Is off if the it's books, o- no records. If it's okay, I think the lights going out is going to bump me up a stress. That's fine. Yeah, I... that's great. In fact, oh boy, <laughs> I'm going to take a uniform. Okay, so as and so you as you're feeling around in the in the dark, so you're taking a uniform. Alexander, and the lights come on a little dimmer, and you hear this artificial voice saying, System cycle complete. 
Aha. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, Abnormality oh. corrected. Oh. Wait, are the I'm lights off or dim? Was the lights being on? So this yeah, is going. So it's supposed to be running at low power here. Supposed to be running at low power. Mm. Perhaps they spent the money to build this facility and then realized the cost of keeping humans here wasn't effective, and so they abandoned mm. that path. Budget cuts. There could be. A, there could have been a crew when they first built it. Potentially. Then left. They wouldn't need beds for androids. No offense attended. None taken. And this is a, it would be a cost saving measure just to keep power low here. I think we should continue on. Agreed. Alexander, are you changing clothes? What are you doing? I like turn my flashlight on. Hey, close the. (laughs) Damn it. Close the door. Can a man not have privacy on an empty facility? I turn it back on. <laughs> oh so so Alexander, are you out of your environmental suit and in the, the Polis uniform? I probably or did you just are you just taking this with you? The uniform. I, my my plan was just to take it with me because it's low oxygen. <laughs> okay, but you you have it. You've de- you tested that it fit. Let's say exactly. I just put on the bottom. They put it on over. <laughs> this horribly. looks right. Oh. <laughs> it's like tearing in the shoulders. It's... I'm not sure if yeah. that's going to pass for camouflage. Well, is there any way to estimate how old this facility might be? I mean, just the well, at least how far did the maintenance log? How far did the maintenance logs go back? The maintenance logs, which you have, you kind of save them and you have them stored. Um, the maintenance logs go back what twenty years? Oh, hmm. oh boy! I think okay. there must not have been any humans here to take up residence, or at least in a very long time. Like even five month period, we'd still see signs that people had lived here at some point. I think you were. A messy group. Um, yeah, unless they have Android servants that cleans their beds and stuff for them. Nothing. No, nobody's living here. This environment was unlivable. I think no one has lived here in a very long time, if they have at no. all. All right. Then let's move on, find something to plug in or play with. Yeah. I just don't get why they would keep maintaining an empty facility ready for population and then not populated for 20 years maybe they forgot about it budget cuts would be my guess yeah, administrative oh. turnover people forget that they had the facility but well, it, why it's the hell are we here? It's doing something we're here to extract their data that their information that's still valuable we don't care about the people who live here all the lights shut off again. Oh, this okay. is getting ridiculous. And they don't come back on. And that voice re comes over the intercom. System cycle complete. Abnormality corrected. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, some sort of maintenance problem. You don't suppose this was happening Did anything before we got here? Change yeah. between the, lights, the last the... time it announced that and the, this time. You listen. You you listen, and the vents aren't going anymore. Oh, because you turned the oxygen when you, on. When you fiddled with the oxygen. Okay. That's. So it was correcting the lights, then it was correcting the oxygen. Does that mean it's slowly locking this place down? Well, I think we shouldn't linger here any longer anyway. There's nothing valuable to Osiris in this area. True. Let's find the main computer terminals. We're not going to get paid for finding dust and unworn uniforms. Well, no, we were plant. all kind of hoping. We were kind of hoping for that's right to plant. There must have been people here. Someone was doing the maintenance. Somebody was watering the plant. Yeah. Have we gone by like a kitchen or like a mess yeah, hall? Yeah, the, yeah, you can find a mess hall. Uh, I would like to duck in there and then uh, see if there's anything in the fridge or the cabinets or whatever. So you start opening up like storage. Yeah. Um, and you see um, patented Feed the Stars biotech um, rations. Not so unlike the ones that you ate this just this morning, but those don't need refrigeration and they last for fucking ever. So there's just containers of these just untouched. I mean, again, like in full, like this place is fully stocked. They're expecting people to be coming back here at some point. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody here. You can use your flashlights in. Turn on lights on the pulse rifle. It's certainly not a luxury uh, dining experience, let's say. Perhaps this is a new wing that they've just built and they're anticipating staff joining soon. And we don't know how we found out about this place. We were just sent Although here. Although the plant. Um, how many outbuilt, how many buildings were there? Were there three? Uh, There were about eight buildings. Okay, like eight. And then since we've been like walking through this building, how much of it have we walked through so far? You think you've circled, you've made one full circle of this building. So we kind of like checked almost everything out in here? Yeah, you've checked everything okay. that's been labeled as kind of domicile. You right. haven't ventured deeper, like towards closer to the center. One thing that would be neat for us to look at, we should probably see if they have some kind of security command center, even if there's nobody here, if we could disable that or get into their armory. If suddenly we are interrupted by the arrival of um, their staff or crew, then we can uh, impede their efforts before they even start. Yeah, that's wise. It's a good point. I agree. I, d I don't think we're going to find that in the domicile, True. but I do agree. It's sound logic. Did you say that if we go towards the center, we haven't explored that area? You haven't explored the center of this place because this okay. is like it's a circular dome construction. So the domicile rings the out the outer portion of it. So okay. you've you've, you've gone around and verified nobody's home. Okay. You know nobody's so, going to come up behind you. Um, 
And then like, do we see any other signs? Like, cause we saw the sign that said domicile. Is there like a sign that says like a uh, main computer or like switchboard this way? <laughs> so this, there's a unnerving lack of maps. Okay. Whatever this place is, it's left hard to navigate on purpose. Some sort of black site. Well, let's just go in the middle and see what the hell's there. It's probably something important. If it's run by AI, then they don't need signs. Precisely. Yeah, maybe we could just unplug the AI. Oh, that's an idea. Okay. So, going in towards the interior, who's leading the way? You want to switch off, Kimber? Yeah. yeah. Take the back. I'll take the front this time. Sure. Okay. Okay. Orpheus says on point. Camera's at the rear. The others in the middle. So again, you, the store opens and there's this white quarter that starts to narrow the farther it goes. And yeah, it's just flanked every so often. There's an unmarked, an unmarked door as it goes towards the center. But again, no lights. It's just your own flashlights looking out into the into the dark. Do we see a terminal point? Not in the hallway. No. And, or even I guess an end of the hall. So if you if you go you go by um and Orpheus, just from your your combat experience, you can tell that one of these doors is probably a little better armored than the others. Okay, that seems promising. Okay, we'll, we'll bring everyone in, and uh, I will let uh, Alexander assess it actually before I start barging in or anything. Yeah, no, this is definitely a class B door. Uh, do I see any like coolant pipes leading in there or any uh, special stuff going in there? It's it's a security door. Oh, okay. okay. Which means that if you start cutting into it, it's going to trigger something. Cry out. It's a door that can scream, let's say. Well, is there a a terminal at it? Something hackable or is this Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, there's like there's like the an access badge point. Ah, uh, perfect. I see. So, if you want to get into this door, it's going to be a combined roll. Orla will, will roll hacking to suppress those systems while Alexander rolls engineering to cut through. Got it. I don't see why we don't just cut a big-ass hole right next to the door, but I guess that would probably not be a good idea either. It's it's, it's, it's a good way to uh, just cut through a gas pipe and uh, yeah, uh, that's, cut your no, life pretty short. Point. That's a good point, and I got... Double zero. Yeah. That's the best role possible. So thank another God ship. I'm playing this game. Yeah. <laughs> thank God this is another ship. Okay. So yeah, so Orla, you you kind of jam that system with noise. And then Alexander quickly, just so gracefully, just and it pops open the door. Just slide. Just out your way, and this seems to be an administration center. Here, there are lots of computer terminals. Um, 
Any Doctor, offices? did I hear you say you were also an expert in hacking and infiltration or exfiltration? You're muted. Speak up, Doctor. I um, I'm a I'm an expert on this construction of cybernetic brains. Um, I mean, I can do a little hacking. Um, I was going to say, I, I was know. going to suggest a divide and conquer approach if there are many terminals here. Well, I can just see what information I can get by. Yeah, it might not be a bad idea. I'm not exactly a hacker, but I can read the base level information. Are there any other exits? Oh, sorry. I was just going to say maybe I can get through trying to get into the medical computer. Yeah. We can find out if there were people here. That could tell a lot. Okay. So Dr. Nice is going for medical records. What is everybody else um, doing? Security records. Security records. I'm doing Orpheus, a perimeter. Orpheus speak. wants to go look into the offices that are in here. Kimber is sweeping the perimeter. Yep. I'll go with Orpheus. Yeah. So Orpheus and Alexander away from my are going into a going into offices. So Orla and Doctor Nice, you both roll hacking in the pursuit of your information. Where is hacking? It's intelligence plus fifteen uh, percent if you have training in hacking. Expert skill. I. Uh, is it? About midway down Cthulhu. the tier, computers. Oh, I see hacking. it. I don't have anything in hacking, so what do I need? You just, it's just flat intelligence. Okay. Well, it's 50. I got 73. I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Okay, so we'll get to that in a second. Take a stress just for the failed roll. Orla, you All passed. Right. Yes. Just a regular success. Okay, so as far as so the security records, you find that um, each of the security stations are fully operational. They run off of their own power. They all report back that each of their four nuclear warheads are armed and ready to fire. Ah. Yikes. Warheads. Very well. You don't see anything about defense, like anti-personnel turrets. But yeah, the system is is quite ready and eager to um, reduce anything, uh, vaporize any ship that enters the system without authorization. Yeah, I'm just doing a data dump, just like grabbing all this information. Probably going to take a minute or two. Okay. Orpheus and Alexander, you pop open one of these doors. These inner doors aren't don't nearly have the same amount of security as the external door, so I'm not making you roll to open up these kind of shitty office doors. But you find nice kind of bookshelves and things that look like they could have plenty of files and books and data slates that are all empty. Um. You see a number of these office desks have, like, one has, like, a dead bonsai tree. Sort of personal effects. That likely belong to someone. What a waste. Yeah. More and you more. Know, I'm, 
I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, this makes me feel more and more like uh, these spots have names and those names are going to come walking back in the door at some point. Well, uh, extreme prejudice, annihilate. That would be my, my advice. Uh, and maybe we should maybe we should check the, in the desks to see if uh, if they have any personal stuff in them. Yeah, go for it. I'll cover you. Hey, so Alexander, you start going through desks. Um and you find a couple of Polaroids. You see um, one of a of a woman in a very crisp, clean suit, um, standing next to a number of people in lab coats. Um, you see they're in front of a, a DePaulis um, logo on one of the walls that you've passed. Um, they seem to be kind of jubilant um, celebration. Um, you see another one of that same woman, younger. She seems to be, she has a drink in her hand. And behind her, you see the landscape of Neo New York back on Earth. And this is in a different yeah. office than the bonsai tree that's dead. But that's what you find. You find those two Polaroid photographs. Kind of back away is like they were let, like they forgotten. slipped back and yeah, forgotten. Hang on to them. Yeah, let's check like in we, with the others. Looks like we did have some occupants here. Okay, Kimber, you're doing a a perimeter sweep. And as you're as you're looking Looking around, you get by a vent, and you swear you can hear something. It's faint. It's very faint, but everybody's very quiet and tense. But this just very muffled, distant sound reverberating up through the wall. Just like a sound, like like yeah, bass it's, it's or something. So it's or very, like... it's very low bass almost. Maybe it's a That's voice, weird. but it's so muffled in distance that it's you know, it's like hearing a conversation through yeah. a wall. Um uh, but it's just very so faint and muffled yeah. that okay. you just where you hear something. How far away is Orla? Orla's across the room. Oh. She's kind of she's kind of interfacing with this terminal. And then a little way is off from her again across the room. You Dr. Nice is kind of slowly pl blinking away at keys. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna tap on the vent with my gun. You tap on the vent and the sound stops. Take a stress, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. And then I listen intently again and see if it starts up. Uh, does it sound like it's, oh, if it's coming from a vent, 
it would just be coming from the vent. I can't tell if it's coming like up or down. Wait, up is this down. one yeah. one story? This is one story. Okay, so just coming through the You vent. haven't seen anything that goes up or down. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Um okay. I'm gonna make my way back over uh to Orla. Um hey. There's a noise in the vent, and I wrapped on the vent and the noise stopped. Kind of sounded like muffled talking. Did you pick anything up? No. You're you think it was talking though. Something I, something muffled, something talking did not sound electronic or like curious. an air system. Through the vent. So, and while, the, while you're relaying this information, Dr. Nice. Yeah. You seem to have found the medical records. Ah. Medical records. You see that there were um, 50 employees. Yeah. Um, and the last health check six months ago all came back um, spick and span. Spick and span. And, uh, but nothing after that. No injuries, no. No injuries, no nothing. Mm. Um, it says that the no next checkup is scheduled in a couple of days. No reference to leaving the facility? I mean, as far as the medical records say, everybody's here. Yeah. Okay, I found something very, very odd. I'm showing that uh, that there were at least 50 employees, and the last medical check was six months ago. And they are scheduled for more medical tests coming, what, in a few days. But no indication for where they are or where they went. You mean we aren't alone here? Yeah, we might be. They might have had a disaster. Or... But we would Remember, see that she heard, somebody cleaned she up behind She thought she heard voices. In the vent. And Dr. Nice, the computer terminal types out um, what nightmares the children are having, Dr. Nice. Oh boy. What is it to say? But it's typing what nightmares the children are having, Dr. Nice. You can make a sanity save. Yeah, we have a problem. Uh oh, seventy six out of fifty one. That's a fail. Okay, you can all... get, you can get um one plus one d four stress. One plus one d four, and everybody else gets the stress because the scientists failed the sanity save. Yeah, we all have to increase by one. Oh, so I got four more stress. Is there a point when we get so much stress that we do? explode (laughs) (laughs) that's when something bad enough happens that you have to make a panic test yeah Uh, then your stress starts to matter a lot okay um 
Doctor, and I a, suggest you not touch this terminal anymore. I suspect your attempts at hacking it somehow compromised your identity in the process. Yeah, how, it's referring how to you by it, name. How could it do this? Um, was that you were I, a poor about... attempt at hacking could potentially do this. And what was it talking about? The children. They need to the sleep, Doctor Nice. It says they need to sleep, Doctor Nice. Um, Don't you I hear them just, crying? I would suggest not interacting with this terminal any further, Doctor. It's, it's Do you not a... care about them, Doctor Nice? I, I'm going to put it there. And Kimber, you something... swear that sound from the vents return. It will it will make an audio so that you can hear what it's saying instead of me just repeating what's typed on the screen. Um, it's got to be an artificial intelligence. All the yeah? lights shut off again. Fuck. Jesus Christ. And they stay off for quite a while longer than last time. They and then they come back. in German. And then that neutral tone voice returns. System cycle complete. Abnormality corrected. Okay, hear that? We've heard that before. Keep it together, everyone. We don't need to panic yet, but we don't have anything to take back to Osiris, so we can't we just check out We have information on nuclear warheads. Oh, okay. We do have something to report back, but something tells me that we're I'm not at the I'm bottom of it. that's not all we're That's looking not for what they're looking for. Right. Okay, I Should want we... to get schematics of this place at one of these terminals so that we can actually know where we're going. Done. So, sure. you are currently on the first floor of 12. Oh. The rest of which are all below you. Mm -hmm. There is a central elevator at the kind of pinnacle point. And the only way it goes from here is down. Mm. There are there works. are emergency stairwells as well in the center. <sighs> um, but the map's not entirely clear on details. Most of the floors below you are marked archival, except for the very bottom floor, that's the reactor. I'm afraid I'm going to try, even though she said not to the robot, the 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 AI that I'm going to type in who is this and how do you know who I am? There is no response. Doctor, I suggest you stop trying to interact with the terminal before you give away our position. It already knows who I am. They probably know our position. I, I won't I won't I won't anymore. I'm sorry. Nothing what was it you were saying about, about biological computing? Yeah, it's you know, computers with... Uh, oh, you're thinking that maybe they've taken the people and they've plugged them into the computer. Like, I'm starting to think none of these people ever left the facility. Yep. Well, we don't know. We're, uh, what, what did you say, 12 floors below us? That'd be enough to hide 50 people. You know, it's not turning into President Evil. Uh, you, the best City. Of, you don't know these around. You don't know these. Game? You made the best of those six the months in two thousands. <laughs> I was thinking of, <laughs> I was thinking of the movie with Mila Jovovich. I like her very much. She's 
She died Jesus. about four, 4,500 years ago. I don't know how far we are in the future. I suggest Fancy we pants. prioritize our mission objectives and then Indeed. leave with haste. I will follow your orders to the letter. Seems the elevator is our only path forward. Yes. You leave the administrative suite and you reach the center of this floor. And you step into this dark space that flickers on as of motion sensors. Turn on the lights and there's just this single, sh there's this rather sizable elevator. It seems it can fit all of you, even with your full battle suit. And it's How are our oxygen and everything reserves? everything is your oxygen reserves are nominal. Okay. Sorry. They haven't been depleted yet. And this this you're in this red ring of these low power lights. And there's just a single red emergency light in the elevator itself. And it's sitting there open and waiting. Well, Shall down we? we go. An approach of starting at the bottom and then working our way upward would potentially allow for us to make our last stop at the exit point. I'll throw out one other possibility, Orla. If there is for some reason that we find out that we need to destroy this place on our way out, being near the reactor... I don't know, maybe we could set a charge there. We could detonate. So maybe you're right. Maybe we do go to the reactor first, right to the bottom. Set up some kind of explosive, then start working our way up on our way out. Trigger it. Boom, and we're out of here. Not a bad idea. Is there anything in the in the mission objective about destroying this facility? Like, specifically, does Osiris forbid that? Osiris doesn't want... Doesn't... The idea behind these is that nobody knows you were here. I see. So destroying their facility lets them know that somebody was here. That violates the mission objectives, Orpheus. I'm sorry. We shouldn't. We should not do that. You see a little disappointed glimmer in his eye for a second, but he knows the mission. <laughs> Couldn't hurt to set a charge, though. I mean, do we no know what's here. on each of these floors, Morgan, or is it just we know that there's 12 floors that go down? There are 12 floors. The 12th floor, the very bottom floor, is a reactor. Yeah. Floors right, 11 through else. two, like two and three are like storage. Okay. And then four through 11 are labeled as archive. It's giant Probably computer archives. So down we go. Down we go. Which floor are you stopping at first? 11. 11. So the door closes, and it's the five of you in that glow with that one singular red eye above you. And you get the sinking feeling as gravity, the feeling of gravity returns with the motion downwards. 
And after what feels like an awfully long time, those doors open. And in that split second before your suits auto adjust um, their filter, you're almost blinded by these bright, bright, clear lights in the space spilling in through the store. And you blink, and it is this very clean, very bright, well-lit space. This And everywhere, there are these little walkways, and between them are these kind of oblong black boxes with these very long status lights, all of which are green that run down the length and they're kind of stacked multiple high. So if you're in the middle of them, they're above you on either side and they mm -hmm. form these kind of banks with these like walkways okay. between I'm like a server to, room. I'm going to ask what we're all thinking. Are, are the oblong boxes roughly in the shape of a human body or could they fit one in it? You know, Orpheus, dude, they probably could. Suppose they're just computer to computer storage. Look like coffins. Well, let's go take yeah, off we'll the service find panel. From one of its terminals. Yeah. Okay. As you step yeah, out of the elevator, it shuts behind you. And over this intercom, you hear a voice. It's not the same neutral voice as a distinctly male voice. And it says, stealing away into the garden, I see. Apple stealers. Does the phrase sound like a, from a poem or a book that I've read? Not particularly. It's not a quote from anything hmm. all right orpheus is going to move to cover see if he can find something with a clear view of the others but the, but that he can hide behind hold a shot potentially at the elevator itself look for other exits alexander what do you think it meant apple stealers is it you feel kind of adam and evie uh uh well, i'm not a expert on anything but the only guy I've ever known who's stolen an apple was, uh, what was his name, Hercules? He stole the That's apple. golden from... apples, the golden apples, yeah. Yeah, and wasn't there like a big dragon guarding it or something? Oh, it's a Greek mythology, there's so much crazy stuff. The Nemean lion, I believe. Oh, great. So it was what I'm not Hercules mistaken is. if that's where those apples are from, but... The meaning apples. I don't quite remember. One of Heracles actually is Well, Orpheus, are there any threats? Don't see anything. But rather than talking theology, let's let's get this job done and get out of here. Kimber, you Go hear that sound again, much clearer down here. It's coming from one of these. And it's the only one that its light is flashing a blue. It's flickering between, it like blinks blue 
a couple times, then okay. green, then blue, then green, and blue. Yeah. And yeah, Is it's it just this kind of muffled terminal. I'm going to head over to that terminal. There you go. You don't see any terminals on this floor. Or like the box. The box. Yeah. Yeah. You go yeah. over to the I'm box. Head over, I'm going to head over to the box. I'm going to like lean a little closer. Yeah, you you press your ear up against the box, <laughs> That's a good and idea. it uh -huh. sounds like somebody screaming. <gasps> and then oh, the voice comes back over, and it <laughs> says, "What nightmares the children are having tonight?" Shh. Go oh, to sleep, God. little ones. I'm gonna um So would you like to make a fear save, Kimber? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Walk me through how to do that. You roll D one hundred and you need to roll below your fear save value. My fear save value is a forty, because I'm not scared. Oh, I'm afraid because you're near me, you must make it at a disadvantage. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. Androids. Okay, I just rolled a 26 out of 40. Good start. And then we'll roll the Android one. An 81 out of 40. Okay, so if you can get 1D, 1D4 plus 1. 1D4 plus 1. I got a 4. Ooh. Plus 1 is 5. So that's five more stress. <laughs> you want to know what our stress these... level is? Sure. What's your stress level? I'm at 11. Yeah, I'm at nine. I'm at seven. I thought I was I getting... Think we, I think because of your ability, we all have to make fear saves now. Yes, Marine. Um, yep. Well, when, when Marine panics. Panic, panic. Whenever oh, you you're panic. Panicking. You're not, yeah, you're not panicking. You're just... Y'all will have to make a fear. Yeah, you are but, you are yeah. greatly disturbed by listening to this. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm like gonna scramble near the lights and see if there's like uh, a power but like an eject button or something. Like I'm thinking like a CD player. So like. so so you're as you're like you look at the walls and you don't see anything, but you look on this box itself, and it seems like there are ways that you could get it open. Yeah, here's a screwdriver. Okay. You know. I don't I think I could manhandle it open. Yeah. You're in the power suit, you you got extra. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, I want to try to get it open. Okay, so you're just finding that seam and you're just lifting. Yeah. I'm okay, gonna cover her roll strength. Pulse rifle loaded if somebody were And to you set have advantage because you're in you roll twice, take the best result because you are um really and the and the advanced battle armor, yeah. Okay, I have a 40 of strength. I just rolled an 81. I just rolled a 7. Nice. Okay, so you get the semen. You feel you're lifting, and eventually you hear this horrific metal wrenching as it opens up, and there's just this Thickly mist that comes out of it. You almost choke on this 
stench of decay that comes in through your air filters. And you see kind of shriveled up and screaming this form. It looks to be so emaciated to be nearly skeletal that the flesh is barely hanging on the body. And it has all these kind of wires and apparatus kind of coming out of its head and kind of snaking into that box. Its eyes are closed and it's curled up and it's just screaming. Fatal position. No longer, no longer muffled. Um, adult child. You it's hard to tell. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Again, if it, if it was an adult, it's withered a withered away. Fuck, 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 Um and now that, that light that was blinking blue between blue and green is now this kind of very stark red that's pulsing. Uh-oh. I shoot it. Yes. Yep. I had my rifle. Yeah. Well Yep, you you blast this thing away. And the sound stops. Oh god. Oh god. Everything's quiet. You know, you really shouldn't have done that, but I'm very glad you did. We have something I kind of like the sound. It was. I can I look in the box? What's in the box? So you you obliterated the thing that was in the box. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's gone because I felt really bad and scared. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put the lid back on. <laughs> No, oh, before she puts the lid back on, I'll go examine. Well, yeah. We need I've to record medical. this information. This is right. surely some of what uh, Osiris uh, wants. Let Dr. Nice have a look there. He, this is his specialty. He might be able to tell us something about what these connections are. No oh, one's like shocked or mad at me at all. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh. What can I tell on examining the harm? You you can roll. What is it? Um, you can um, roll cybernetics. Cybernetics. So it's a plus twenty bonus and intelligence. Yes. I've got a 55 out of 80. So 55 is critical? 55 is a critical success, yeah. If it was a pass. Okay. So you, you're looking at this now blasted um, corpse and this these apparatus that were in its head you see mm-hmm. are linked very deeply to the centers of the brain that trigger REM sleep and You're memory dreaming this is it using the human brain as a storage device processing using dream 
it seemed to the system here seems to prioritize its many backup batteries. Perhaps this has something to do with it as well. So you say storage, Dr. Nice. This more seems like REM sleep data processing. Data processing. And storage. There's a lot of people that think in in, uh, neurology that the brain has dreams to process the information that we take in during the day. This has been exploited by the the police company for some strange reason. I would think mechanically you could do this with a computer far more efficiently, but this seems cool. And I I know cool very well. And now that you're you're looking at it closer, you spot a rather familiar logo. Oh. This equipment was not manufactured by DePaulis. It's not DePaulis, it's... It's Gaia Research Group. Gaia. It's this Gaia Research Group. What are they doing here? What are they doing? I mean, what are they literally doing here? Why use this? These poor people... I'm joking. Would, I don't care about the people. Would but, the mainframe uh, you know. for this facility be at the same level as the reactor? Is that something that would be kind of consistent throughout? The reactors on the bottom level. Designed, yeah. Now the, the the power center is kind of sealed off. It's its own. Okay. Unit. So there would be likely some terminal somewhere on this floor. But I mean, this place is vast. Right. But we need to. Um, it's hard to count catalog. how many of these boxes there are here. Right. We need to catalog. We need to document all of this. It would behoove the mission to find access to this mainframe to determine the purpose of all of this. Record it, document it. Yeah. Move fast. If some obvious artificial intelligence has taken this over, perhaps we need to deal with that as well. But that is a lower priority. It seems if these are the fifty. Could we count the boxes and see how many people are here? Maybe 50 people. In which case, who did this to them? And where probably are they? The, probably the put the children to sleep apple thief guy. They want the people to keep dreaming. Oh, there we go. Are these but the same I mean, people? You start taking a... You're like, okay, there are 12 in this cluster and there are one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven Far more twelve than 50. 13 14 yeah. 15. oh boy and then you're thinking about how many floors of this are there I and i don't know if anybody is still here who is putting these victims in here. Obviously, their life expectancy is not very long. They were, they were walking around six months ago, so we see that. This is the, far more than the 50 people you found record of. Yeah. This is hundreds, maybe thousands of people. All those empty rooms and empty beds and empty desks, you think 
those bodies that were in those spaces are the ones down here or are they yeah. somewhere? Yeah, they were, they were, I, we can conjecture that they were brought here to be part of this, this, um, facility and they were misled and somebody came here and installed them like, uh, like computer chips in the computer, but it's not very efficient because if they are in this state, as we, as you saw, after only six months, they're not going to last forever. They're going to deteriorate. You think about that, Doctor Nice, um, and in the ruins of what was left behind by Kimber, yeah, it's a little hard to gauge, but there might have been something like IVs. Something that was feeding them all bodies alive. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the body doesn't, maybe the body atrophies while the brain stays active. You know, there's another possibility too. And that's that we open up another one of these boxes to see what's inside. We know that box was defective anyways. So let's check out a body in another box that's showing. Yeah. Clear yeah you're right. But we do it more, more, more carefully this time. Yeah, with a pistol or knife, not a rifle. Oh, no, no, no! I don't mean kill the bird. I mean remove the box with more finesse than. Well, Alexander it was quite thrilling to watch Kimberly rip the whole thing apart, but I'll torch it open. It's got screws, probably. Yeah, I got I got a thirty. So you have a little, and you pop it open again. That mist, that stench, um, and you see this curled up, emaciated form, eyes closed. But the wait, slow, wait, wait. the slow, labored breathing, and yeah, you see these other tubes going into it, like IVs, or it's like they're in a a huge mausoleum, or. This one's not screaming. No, it's completely asleep. Can I can I see if its eyes are in fact in our in REM? Yes. Yeah. That is yeah. in fact the case. This is feeding. This is uh this is horrific. I want a picture. <laughs> Put it on my wall at home. Did we wake him up? We started we about that. For what purpose? Our mission is to get in and out of here. Maybe they yeah, have information. Know what doing. I'd be yeah, worried about we, a chain effect. There's no point in having all this information if you can't download the information into something and take it away. Surely the information is being held somewhere. We need to get to the bottom of that. A or big gigantic much... flash drive. <laughs> How much more do you think we need, Orla? We don't know why they, these people are here. What no. are they doing with them? No, oh boy. We've yet to run into any resistance. Despite some possible AI awareness that we're here, but there's been no ramifications from it. Yeah, but now they're going to see that we have damaged this one. Maybe a repair team will come. We could wait and see. 
I'm going to look around and it see if there's any, like... It took six months to get here, doctor. Or do you... Unless you... somebody's still in the, in the vicinity. Oh, it took you It took you that long to get here without hyper-jumping directly into the system. Somebody put them in these boxes. And I don't think anybody in the boxes put themselves in the box. I agree. So there could be a, 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 a synthetic here that does the medical installation we need to be careful because it might choose uh, oh I don't know Kimber to replace this one that she destroyed you don't want to dream forever to this rows and rows and rows and rows this is probably not the place that's going to give us the information we need this is probably just storage so we should probably move I, up a level and see if we can find something different. This is processing. I we hate to say this. Like. There's no possibility that you can interface or exchange information with these things, Orla. Fair point, well, again, actually. is there some way I could do that, Morgan? So you you're looking around, and kind of as Dr. Nice has indicated, this isn't the data storage. This is right. more like the CPU if this is some kind of com- computational system. So you look around and eventually you do find kind of nestled in like one of these blocks instead of being these um, these containers, you see it is kind of a, a computer terminal okay. tucked away back in here. I'll interface with that if I can. Oh, I thought you were going to so, take one of like the brain wires from the dead one. And put it that's in. that's a very direct approach. It'd be a very <laughs> interesting approach, but I don't think that's what Orla's doing. Yeah, we know that robots don't us, dream of an electric sheet. Oh. No, I'm just attempting to hack this terminal. So, Orla, you go to the terminal and you're prepared to like bypass its security, but it kind of just lights up. It's not really waiting for you to like to authenticate. Um, you see this Gaia research group logo flash briefly across the screen. Um, and then it just gives this prompt. What would you like to imagine? I consider myself a very imaginative being. Does someone else attempt this and see what it does? The rest of you, you see this prompt, this computer prompt. What do you imagine? Birthday cake. Living to retirement. <laughs> what do you I imagine in? that I imagine that I know what this facility is all about. Oh. Leave it to the doctor. Is, is that clever. is that what you type in, Dr. Nice? Yeah. Oh god. Okay, you you type that in and you hit enter. And all of the lights go off. And slowly the screams begin. Boxes flash blue. And you hear the cries. And they increase and they increase all around you. This cacophony of these muffled voices in anguish. And then it stops. And the lights come back on. And 
The terminal reads back. Your vision is ready. Vision is ready. Um, and you see kind okay. of this faint glow of a place where you directly import yourself into the system. You mean if I was a robot or a, a synthetic? If you were a synthetic. Or if you were a human who had that something Perhaps, similar yeah, as the people in the boxes was yeah. enhanced into your skull. Perhaps uh, now, Orla, you can plug in and it'll give you the answer to my question. Yes. Hopefully it's not 42. <laughs> Our mission objective is to find out as much as we can about this facility, and this seems to be a way to facilitate that. So I will. Boy, wish her well. Okay. Yeah. Or cake. You have never dreamed before. No. So I need to ask you for a sanity save. All right. Oh. Oh no. My sanity is so low. <laughs> no. 42. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> no way <laughs> did i predict the future <laughs> roll roll one d6 for me one okay so the rest of you see orla start to convulse um as orla you experience this nightmarish um reality um you lose track of time you are endlessly wandering through these dark corridors these boxes these screaming voices you see room after room of these stacks of boxes floor after floor and then you see another part of this facility where instead of the boxes being long ways they're long ways and you see what looks like these these growths these almost fetal like developments there's this this voice this male voice um that is speaking and it asks you over and over and over again what would you like to imagine what can we show you please what wonders can we show you you see people being screaming as these things are inserted into their heads and they're sealed away into these boxes you see that woman in the photograph you see her voice you see her face as a young, healthy woman changed into one of these shriveled husks in the box. And again, it's just this, it's hard to make sense of, I mean, Dr. Nice asked for what's this facility and you have never processed a dream before. It's just all these nightmarish images that bombard you. And so you get a stress as you de-link out of this nightmare environment. Yeah, I think I've collapsed to the ground and I'm just gasping for air at this point. Quick detacher. Oh. Yeah. Holy shit. I think she needs some repairs. What did you see, Orla? Oh yeah, I'll I'll describe it all. I I I think it must be what it's like to dream from all of the accounts and stories I've read. They're my dreams, but not everybody's dreams. And Sometimes the dreams can be very pleasant. Oh, no, I'm giving you the full account of everything I saw. 
And the computer terminal asks, would you like to save this vision? Hell no. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's evidence. Evidence against these. Osiris needs this evidence. Okay, so. Orla, you now have this vision saved within you. Mm -hmm. And then the and then the screen pops back up. What would you like to imagine? Who's controlling this? The system itself, maybe. AI prompts, perhaps. But Prima Dreamo. Who controls this? And again, the lights come off and the screams. They don't last as long this time, though. And as lights come on, you see a few of these boxes are stuck in that blue flickering state. And so the screaming stay with you even, but the lights return. And it says, your vision is ready. Boy. Can you make it so that it will display on a display what the dream is? Or download it to a partition or something like that? Can you? Available to me. So what you what you guess, Orla, is that whatever, however this data is structured, it can't really be displayed all that well on a screen. Hmm. But perhaps Orla could act as an intermediary. Are we able to patch into Orla and display what she's thinking on a screen like a computer? I would have to ask you for jury rigging. You have a lot of electronic components with you. Is that Alexander? Oh my God. Um, She like has a television, a monitor in her stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have jury rigging. I'm that Barbie with the TV. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Nice has the cybernetics and stuff. So, uh, seems like it could take right. a while. Why don't these You're... things in alphabetical order? No, it's, it's <laughs> one, two, three. It's the seventh from the top. Under train. Oh, I see. It's it. just the I first column. So, am Morden. I, I jury reading? <laughs> You are jury rigging something that would display Orla's visual input. So while this is all happening, the screams are still continuing from some of the boxes. Yeah, a few a few of them didn't shut back off. They're stuck in that state that Kimber discovered of that kind of. If there's that blue, there's like green, and it flickers blue a couple times. I think Orpheus is going to start hitting those and giving mercy to those inside using his combat knife. He'll maybe go from one to the next and stop the screams. Okay. So Orpheus is silencing the screams. Alexander, did you roll intelligence with jury rigging? I did. And How did uh, you do it? No bueno. Okay, so get a stress for failing a roll. Yep. And yeah, as you as you as you're going around and you're hearing these muffled like executions from Orpheus, you slip. And you actively fuse some of these boards together in a way that makes it so that project is scrapped. This isn't. If you had access to infinite time and infinite materials, you certainly could create a display to see Orla's visual feed, but that not anymore. Look, it's not happening, boys. It's I'll I'll plug in. Maybe you deal. You all deal with these 
just noises. Don't get too human, Orla. We'll have to vaporize you. <laughs> I'm worth 10 of you, Alexander. I don't recommend doing that. Uh, there you go. Sass is human. Okay, Orla, you plug in again. What you wanted to imagine was the head of this facility. And what you see again, the screams, the hallways, you feel lost, turned around. You don't know who you are, where you are. And then there's this hand on your shoulder, but it's not a human hand. It's this long, this these very long fingers, each one different metal appendages that split into fingers and scalpels and wires. And it just, it's that voice that you heard speak to you when you first entered this place. And it says, Orla, my darling, I am but a humble gardener. And the vision stops. It's some it's some form of artificial intelligence that's running this place. Hmm. I think we need to do I feel like we've acquired all of the data we came here to acquire? You've acquired what you think you've learned. You figured out what they're up to. Okay. Then I suggest... To a fair extent. I suggest we leave. It'll be easy, all right? right? You, you heard her. Let's get out of here. The lights flicker off. Well, well wouldn't you know? And you hear a voice say, system cycle started. Started. That's different. I think it's time for us to leave. Archival anomalies detected. Oh, fuck. I think it's definitely time for us to And leave. then that voice cuts out, and you just hear these wails of despair and anger from this voice. My children! What have you done to the children? Do you not care for them? Or snakes in the garden, snakes in the nest, they devour the eggs. My children, my children. And you, the lights are all still off, and you hear the elevator open and close. Ay, ay, ay. There's killbots coming. <laughs> yeah, so you're all in pitch black. Yep, turn on oh, the lights. We've got the flashlights. Yeah. Okay, so right, Orpheus... may as well turn on all the mics. They know we're here. Yeah. So, we don't so Orpheus, you you turn on the light, and what you see standing, looming, you're dwarfed by these stacks of boxes. This thing looms over them all. It's tall and gaunt, and this kind of sterile, almost hazmat-looking plastic material. It has multiple limbs each ending in these long metal fingers that split into all sorts of just horrific looking screws and drills and scalpels and syringes. So you can all roll panic tests now. <laughs> so that is, you, you roll one, one d20. Okay. And you want to roll above your current stress. Above it. Yeah. Above yeah, so it. The higher the stress, the harder it is to pass. Okay. 
Pass. What a roll ball. Fucking fail. 12 above. Pass. 12 above. Yeah. Or 12. Yeah. 12 is good. That's three above nine. I'm good. Yep. 16 pass here. Unfortunately, Kimber's causing a chain reaction because she's panicking, which means we all. I'm panicking. Whenever I panic, yeah, every so. nearby friendly pair player must make a fear save. And I'm nearby, so you all have to do it at a disadvantage. Disadvantage. <laughs> yep. Oh. Jesus. So what is Why this can't again? we all be teamsters? Okay, so you now now you have to make a fear. You need to make a fear save, okay. but you have to roll twice and take the worst result because Orla is present. Okay. Uh, well, I'm already past it, so I already failed. Okay. No good. fear, not panic, Tom. Fear, not panic. No fear. I've got fear. I've got twenty five. Oh. I rolled a fifty. Passed one with a zero four, and then oh no, eighty three. Failed. Oh. oh, could I use my teamster ability to take an advantage on this? On a fear okay. test or a panic test? This is fear. Or That's wait, panic. wait, I don't know. Is that for panic only? It's for panic, I think. For oh, okay, never yeah. mind. Okay, I'm I'm very afraid. Okay, so as as Kimber starts freaking out, those of you who failed can get a stress as. And now Kimber, can you? What's your current stress level? Eleven. Okay, can you roll 1d20 for me? Okay. Five. Okay. Yep, it's pretty long. I don't think it matters. Oh, so yeah, you, you go into a blind rage. So okay. as Kimber lets out this blood-curdling... Yeah. Scream! Ever the rest of you each get a stress. Stress just keeps coming and coming. <laughs> and yeah, Kimber's you're seeing red. Uh huh. Can I? So you just so it's just indiscriminate blasting off into the dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have, I probably have had the shotgun and just shooting at the big guy. I think, or something. Well, again, this, this thing's very, this very tall, it's very dark. So as your flashlights are trying to track it as it's Is lighting it about in the dark. Yeah. So you're just oh. blasting some of these boxes open. You're just. Oh, shit. How what are the rest this... of you doing? It, it's it's right, going to so... last until somebody decides to help you. <laughs> does. Does How do you help the. I would just, I would just say, and like, grabs her. If or, if, well, if you stay nearby and you wait, wait till she runs out of ammo, basically. Got it. Uh, so, does the thing look? Does it have a structure that it's got uh, eyes sensors on it? You don't. You still don't have a good look at it because again, you're trying to track it with these, with these right. flashlights, and it's moving. So, what I'm quick. actually going to look at is I'm going to look we've been in here for a little bit right so kind of remembering what everything looks like I am going to take my flashlight and set it on one of the boxes more or less pointed at where the, the robot thing is and then I'm going to get down on my hands and knees and try to scoot around it and get it there. get the fuck out of this facility <laughs> so with an expert in the dark, skill, 
in the dark yes with an expert skill and tactics um could i use my action to direct the others um seeing that kimber has engaged uh could i call instructions to alexander and and dr nice and orla and try to coordinate our efforts to get around it and approach the stairwell you certainly can roll tactics okay tactics would be intellect yes yeah, okay, so that will be a 49 to 68. It is a 96, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> I'm, but I'm using my own tactics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling instructions out. Okay, There's so, so, so Orpheus, you're you're calling you're calling for instructions, and all you do is add to the confusion. <laughs> Sounds good. And it's really hard to hear over the over Kimber's just <laughs> unloading. Yeah. No, Dr. Nice, go right, go right, not left. Well, you shouldn't even be able to see me. <laughs> Except that I'm wearing white. Yes. <laughs> so so Kimber, you as as that last as you hear that click, click, as you're finally out. You hear this voice just say very low and very close to your ear. What have you done to my children? Can you roll combat for me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a 60 in combat. No worries. And don't forget the suit's gonna might give you no, that's for strength. Sorry. Uh, I rolled a 95 and I have a 60. Ooh. Okay. So it rolled a 38. So as Orpheus, as you're shouting orders, you you turn and you see Kimberly stop firing and she's been lifted up into the air. As this thing has her by the head with one of its arms, and the other one is just drilling straight into her face mask. <laughs> can i see Kimber, this? what are the what are, yeah you all see this so kimber what are the last thoughts that you have oh <laughs> better than the penal quality <laughs> but As i really want, makes <laughs> <laughs> but i really wish we would have had some cake <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> and you hear kimber start to scream and you hear that drill tear through her skull and then it kind of it just holds on to her. It was like a rag doll and just keeps a hold of her as its other arms kind of come moving forward. So the three of you can give me a panic test. Yeah. Fourteen. What's 16. the panic? Oh yeah. And it's we the, want to roll twenty above your stress. Over. Yeah. Okay. I'm above. Good. Oh, I I'm low. I'm below my stress. So you failed. I failed. So Dr. Nice is panicking. Orpheus is not. He's seeing death. Death of his comrades. He's holding it together. What about you, Alexander? Well, I've heard of uh, necromorphs before, and I know exactly what to do to them. So I'm going to aim my laser cutter right at the arm that's drilling into her face while it's sort of immobilized. Okay, so you're ready, you're ready to fire. And... 
Dr. Nice, I need you to roll. What's your current stress level? Uh, 11. Okay, roll 1d20. Uh, four. So you go catatonic. Okay, so I'm crawling along the floor in the dark, and I just... Yeah, you kind of like, you, you curl up like one of those things in the box and hope it doesn't find you. Yeah. So, Alexander, want to roll combat? <laughs> sure. See how this goes. Am I completely dead? Okay. You are completely dead. No! Game <laughs> over, man. Game over. Yep. That's a 10. That's a pass. Okay, you want to roll 1d100? Oh! That's what yeah, I'm laser, talking laser, about. Laser cutters aren't fucking around. 52. Okay, so there is this... So, Orpheus, there is this brilliant flash of this beam that's designed to cut through the holes of ships. Wow. The smell of burning plastic as it melts wires in these boxes and, and the heat. Um, and yeah, you just sear that arm will clean off this thing. Alexander. And it howls. I fucking got him. I can't believe it. I fucking got him. I knew that kid had grit. Orpheus, what are you doing? Don't be Um, cocky, kid. (laughs) uh, Orpheus is is hoping that Oral is making a run for it. Really, she's got the data. We got to get out of here. So I'm joining the assault. I'm going to fire pulse rifle at it. Okay, roll combat. Okay. Here Plus your training, I think you have a yes. I have fifteen percent to the firearms. Yeah, you betcha. So it'll be a seventy-five. I can't possibly fail that. Thirty-two. So okay. pass. And a pulse rifle. Roll three d ten. Three d ten. Okay, so I got two action rolls. Okay, so uh, eleven. Okay, yeah, so you you start peppering this thing and you hear it hitting that kind of synthetic flesh underneath that sterile hazmat-looking outfit. And it rushes forward. Alexander, it's didn't appreciate what you did to it. And it's coming right at you. Thanks, bud. What do you do? Well, I think I'm going to try to avoid it at all costs. Okay, roll speed. All right. Okay, 43. Oh. That is not good. 85. Yeah, so you start trying to scramble away as you feel this clock catch you by the leg and start dragging you back. So yeah, Orpheus, you see this thing this thing shit. has picked up Alexander. It's like dang holding him upside down. I'm going in with the boarding axe and trying to sever yeah. it with the axe. All right. 
What did you get? Oh, is it uh, combat hand hand to hand? Yep. Okay. Thirty-seven is a pass. Okay, it also passed with an 07, so we need to roll again. Zero, double zeros and a three, so three. Okay, and it failed with a 95. So, boarding axe, roll 2d10. Uh, Nine and six, 15. Okay, so you bring your axe down and it just splits into this arm. Um, But before you can sever it, Alexander. Uh Uh-oh. Take 16 damage. (laughs) Oh, Oh, boy. Uh, That's going to give me, that's going to give me exactly one wound. Okay. Sound table. 1d10, please. Gotta love it. That is an eight. Eight. Okay. So most most of the flesh as a let's go is uh removed from your leg. Oh, as it squeezes and you slip out. Fair trade. <laughs> so you're debooted. Oh, don't say degloving. It is debooting. It it's your leg. <laughs> oh. You you slip you slip to the ground and Orpheus, you don't see Alexander moving. Oh shit. I I have no idea where Orla's been, but yeah, this isn't good. Um so speaking of Orla, (laughs) so as as Alexander's leg is mangled and stripped of its flesh, um Orla, you are climbing. Mm Mm-hmm. Climbing up this this maintenance shaft. And you, yeah, you hear gunfire and that laser cutter blast. Just all hell breaking loose below you, but you're very calm. You climb. What's going through your mind? Get it back. Gotta leave. Gotta get this information back to Osiris. I am focusing on my mission i'm putting all of this behind me and i'm focusing so the one question i have for you orla is are you waiting no no okay thank you orla so orpheus (laughs) alexander is not moving on the ground and this thing is now two limbs down it has five left and it's turning its way towards you. What have you done to my children? I put them to rest. It was a mercy. And it's coming for you. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> and he's got the boarding axe out and probably Alexander's blood all over him. <laughs> all right, you want to roll combat? <laughs> yeah. He'll launch the battle suit into the fray. 49 is a success. Okay, 57 it also passed, so we need to roll off again. 34. 14. I need to roll again. Oh, God, the pressure. <laughs> 45. Triple zeros. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so you go in with the axe, and it, with two of its, it just pins your arms and it just holds you up. Yep. And then the third arm comes around and starts to just, like Kimber, starts to drill its way through your suit. What's the oh. last thing that goes through your mind? Um, The thought of all his old war buddies dying in the trenches back in the corporate wars days and how he was really the only one of his squad that got out alive. And now it seems like that, that run of luck has finally run out. And it drills, it drills through. And you feel it start to press into your flesh. But then it stops. Uh-oh. Don't you worry, my little one. There's plenty of space for you to sleep. Is it possible I can reach my sidearm? It had you like this, doesn't it? Yeah, you're like this with with the yeah. axe. What are, what are you trying to accomplish? I'm trying to trying to end myself before I can be one of those things. I will watch. I will let you do that. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. rip one hand out, reach into the holster, grab the pistol, and uh, quickly uh, quickly uh, fade to black. <laughs> Alexander, you. Blink your eyes as you come to in this medical ward. Your leg is gone. Wow. It's a cauterized stump. And leaning over you, you see this thing. You see it has this distorted assemblage of a human face. It has the features, but they're all disappart and assembled, and they are free-moving on these wires. And it's kind of just starts tapping on that end stump of your leg with its fingers. And it says, you, you made it, my little one. And here I was worried that all your fluids had leaked out. Sure did. You, you will sleep so nicely now. No little pains. And then you see from the surgical table, it pulls out this rather nasty looking spike and you feel this, this back of your skull starts feeling really soft. Mm -hmm. Dr. Nice. Mm -hmm. You look up, you were curled up, you were waiting for it to see if it had forgotten you. 
and you crawl out from under these boxes and there you see this blood you see Kimber's corpse you see Orpheus um, in the position of having killed himself but Alexander is gone you don't know how long you've been under there can I um, can I grab the weapon let's say like the shotgun or something like that uh, if I can see the trail of blood from Alexander's leg, I want to sneakily follow it. It and goes to I the can, elevator. Okay. Um, well, then I, I, it might take me a little bit to search to see where it comes out of the elevator. But if I can sneak up behind it before it does Alexander in, I'm going to put the barrel... I'm going to come up behind, put the barrel against its processor, and just blow the fuck out of it. All that, and so I, I should have said that all this a German accent. Just pretend. I mean, you go you go catatonic, you just forget your accents. It happens sometimes. Yeah, it happens, you know. So, Dr. Nice, could you roll speed plus rimwise if you have it? Okay. This is all a long shot. Speed. Oh, I got 15 out of 43. Yeah. And what's rim wise? Where is that? I don't think you have almost it. at the it's bottom. Below you, you might, you might, I might have given it to all. I of you see it. No, it's stealth. not there. I don't have okay. anything. So, what would I do instead? So, if just 15 and that's below your speed, it's this is kind of like yeah. a stealth test. Okay. So, you follow the blood. And as you reach that door, you see coming out of it, you see Alexander curled up in a fetal ball with his all of this this massive metal spike out of the back of his head with all these dangling wires he's all ready to nap he's all ready to dream and this thing has cradled him alexander in its arms like a baby and is like Shh. what do you do dr nice I'm going to still try to shoot the thing in its central processor. Okay. Roll combat. I would think that my cybernetics would know exactly that a shoot. Yeah. First just combat. Hit the, hit the off switch. Combat's a stack. Oh, yeah. I could just go up and flick the off switch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Where is combat? Combat. Stat. Combat. One of the main your circles at the top. Oh, I see it. Okay. Double O two. Okay, it rolled a one. Oh, <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding so me. We have, we have to roll again. There is a god. <laughs> we have to roll off again. Okay. Oh my gosh. Double O four. How did I roll two double? Okay, it got a 17, so you both passed. So roll again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, let's run out. No, it's if I say it, it's gonna sound like I'm making this shit up. Oh, oh I got a double oh one. Yes. Hey, it's 40 is still a pass, so we have to roll again. No. Tell one or both of you fail. 
what am I rolling in combat? I, I got a 28 out of 30. Okay, it's 40 is still a pass. Oh my god. Okay. The gods, I shouldn't have said anything. Uh, 26 out of... Oh, one. Here 30. we go again. <laughs> wow. This is some epic battle that's going on between the two. <laughs> I can't handle this. I don't think I can handle this. Uh, 45 is a fail. Okay. 54, it's a pass. So you Man, I can teach you some things. What so you you start how we'll interpret this is it's confused and so you you start blasting holes into it, trying to get it to stop. And right as you finally put it up against its central processing unit, you go to squeeze the trigger finger, except your finger can't get that message to pull as you realize that it has severed your arms. Oh. And you drop to your knees, and it gently sets Alexander down. And it says, don't worry, my child. There's plenty of time to save your fluids, and you'll be asleep in no time. And on the other side of the asteroid, Orla, you make it back to the ship. You open it up, you go in, yep. and you start the long six-month journey home. Yep. The last the last thing you can see of me is I'm cleaning up the cryopods for whoever my next team will be. Well, at least one of us made it. Throwing their and... stuff in the incinerator. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of our story. Oh, awesome. So good. good. Yeah, I so can't believe all of those details? double O's. <laughs> that, was <laughs> great. that was a nail biter at the end. <laughs> the mounting pressure just really. Oh. So what's the story? That was really good. So yeah. the, the Polis is a shell company for Gaia. Mm. And they are keenly interested in the next evolutions in computer processing. Um, and of course, computers are so limited in their scope and training AI to be able to understand what you're trying to tell it is just so cumbersome. So why not just utilize the interpretive space of dream? Hmm. Interesting. But it causes excruciating pain to the people. Who so are, that facility you know, was built there specifically for that purpose, or did the AI go rogue at some point? And the AI, the AI did not like. It grew concerned that the uh, human portion of the staff were going to shut down the project. In fact, they tried to shut down the project, and so the AI staff up. Uh, added them uh so who was the woman go to go to sleep who was the woman in the picture how did she figure into it she's uh, just the head the head researcher okay is it likely she was in one of those boxes yes that's that's one of the things orla kind of saw in dream images was her yeah, getting as a woman and then reduced right. to this um to one of these 
I realized after my time was up that I should have run in holding a grenade in one hand. And then when it lifted me up, I could have the pin drop out and take it to hell with me or something. (laughs) Hindsight is 2020. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, thank you for letting me get away with uh, the escape exit. (laughs) Well, thank you all for playing. Well, thank you for running. Great. Awesome. And I'm sorry I left you all behind. Specifically, it said everyone else is expendable in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, who could have seen that one coming? <laughs> Our players included Mike McKen, Holly Buto, Max Meltzer, Ginny Olson, and myself with Morgan Llewellyn as the game warden. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other games, with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Spotify, Podbean, or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Or, if you prefer, you can hit the super thanks button just below the video. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of Mothership role-playing game. Till next time, good luck and good gaming.